0: Hey gang! This episode is brought to you by Moded, Embroidered Patches and Apparel. Go to ModedHellaModed.com and check out this wide selection of patchwork. You're gonna love it. They got they got Biggie patches. They got they got uh, they got Hillcrest patches. If you're a San Diego local, you will know what that means. They got big ass patches with Lisa Simpson as Cameron. Uh, they got buttons. They got buttons from Blood In, Blood Out. Chon chon, give me some. They got all kinds of shit go to modedhella and check out their ever-expanding collection of patches hats and pins go to modedhella moded.com m-o-d-e-d-h-e-l-l-a-m-o-d-e-d.com and check it out now now on with the show <laughs> Again, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Galley and Gabriel from the Digital Lizards of Doom. Now these guys are... I don't know how to explain it. They're kind of like pop, uh, EDM, not fucking like EDM, uh, but like indie, rock, pop, electronic, uh, comic book world... I'm doing a terrible job of explaining who these guys are. They're, they're amazing. Galley and Gabriel are crazy fucking involved in this project. They got comic books that they're working on. Um, they got a stage show that they're constantly improving and expanding on they're crazy. If you've never seen them, which I haven't, but I've seen videos. Uh, but, uh, Gabe, Gabriel has been on the show before back in episode 77 with Jack Grubb long time ago when, when I still lived in California and I had a studio and a life and the sun and the beach and mountains. So we'll be talking to them in a minute But first, go to RainaMystique.com R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com And check out her latest album, 1018 Me and my wife, Raina, had uh, a great time putting together this album We love it and we think you'll like it too So go to RainaMystique.com, check out the latest album, 1018 And while you're there, go to the Experience tab and click on It and find out where we are playing. If you are in the northwest southeast uh, uh, Michigan area, northwest Ohio, southeast Michigan area, <laughs> I had to get that right. Uh, this Saturday, I think it. What is it? The twelfth Saturday, the twelfth. We'll be playing at Wildside Brewery in Grand Rapids, Ohio. Be doing that acoustic soul shit. And also actually tonight, as of the release of this, if you're local here at Toledo, I'll be playing my good buddy, Asa Danikin's birthday suit show. Uh, He's gonna have a birthday party at Parkway Sports Bar in Maumee. So you can go check us out there if you would like. What I do wanna start promoting though is my Instagram um I've been doing tutorials and silly videos and and of course podcast content on there for a long time but since I'm a multi-instrumentalist I've been learning licks from other sources uh, like true fire on YouTube or, or piano pig or whatever wherever I get the actual lick I'll get a jazz lick or whatever the lick is and I'll play it on an instrument and then play the same lick on a different instrument sort of give you a contrast and of how you you can apply these. So I, I I I'm having a lot of fun. I feel like I'm learning with everyone who's participating, and the videos are doing okay. So go to uh, follow me on Instagram at We Speak English Good, or you can follow me on Facebook at We Speak English Good. It gets the same shit. They're connected. The accounts are connected. You can, you can also uh, leave a review on iTunes if you would like. That is always very helpful. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Podomatic, wherever you get your podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Share the podcast. Talk about the podcast. Be the podcast. That you know that line sucks. I've never liked that line, and I still use it all the time because. I guess I'm lazy? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay, this has gone on way too long, so let's jump on over to Gabriel and Gally of Digital Lizards of Doom, and I'll see y'all on the other side. On? Amazing! I accomplished cool. technology.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you and Elon Musk <laughs>
0: taking on the big problems. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: how you guys how you, doing?
1: doing? Good, man. It's good to Very see you. Well. How you been?
0: I've I've been well. I'm trying to move me out of your face, Gabe, because I don't want to see me. I want to see you. Oh, my God. I, I, I definitely feel like the old guy with the phone. and Oh, my.
1: <laughs> I like that. I want the chair. Want the chair. <laughs>
0: You're, you'll probably get more out of the chair than me at this point. Let me see. No. Let me see. Hold on. You oh. shut
1: your mouth. You don't say things like that. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh, okay, wow. Um, Beautiful.
2: Yes. Look at that awesome picture.
0: Can you see me or was it half my face or how is it? I'm, I can see all of you. You can see all of me. I can't yeah. see yeah. Oh, I'm taking snapshots. That's <laughs> That's
2: cool. For posterity.
0: Um Okay, hold on. Let me try something. Um
1: We can see you, but you can't see us. Is that what's going I, on? Well, I can
0: see Galley. Is that how you say it? Galley? Yes. I Gally. can see Galley, but I can only see your beautiful tattoo arms. Oh. Um what's that? I wonder if I turn it. I'm keeping this all in the podcast, by the way. This is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, this is better. This is better. Okay. Wait. We're doing it like this. Uh, there's, no, there's no video to this, so we don't... We, it doesn't matter if I we're all in the frame. One. I just want to see your guys' reaction.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: okay. <laughs> now that I've had my senior moment, <laughs> 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 thank you guys so much for, for chatting with me. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Of course. What uh, what you guys been doing? Like, what 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 what's the latest and greatest? What do you guys been focusing on right now? As 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 D. Lot, I should say.
1: As As D. Lot, okay, yeah. Can we can we two part that question? Because I think we're yeah we're we're kind of like he manning it and combining (laughs) our our powers right now. And um, so but so yeah, as far as D. Lot, um, we have we have this graphic novel that has been in the works pretty much like. Even before d Lod was even a band, I was working on this thing, and then it's kind of over the last five years of us being a band, it's it it kept getting pushed by the wayside, and um so for the first time, uh, I mean it's it's just like we're it's almost finished. It this thing is we just have like a couple little knots and screws to to fill in, but um. Yeah, it's almost finished. So that's what we're doing right now. And I've kind of, I've made, what I call it. Will it was kind of hard for me. I've made the decision to just just focus on that. Um, and tr- as try not to let other things go by the wayside as well, because there's a lot we have going there's on. So we have much to do. Covers, and we have like a cover album that we're working on. We have an acoustic album that we're working on. A remix album that we're working on. Um, and then also getting ready to go in and record the next record. Um. For that's coming out so so yeah it's been a little it's been a little uh, i don't want to say hard because it's it's all part of the creative process but it's been it's been kind of stretching everything out a little bit so um because
2: we have a very small team it,
1: and so is it just you two like, or, or there's more. about um there's about three of us and then there's soon gonna be um a fourth member who's um kind of been helping with stuff on the sidelines but um but we haven't like made it anything official yet. But actually, probably by the time this comes out, it'll probably we're recruiting
2: be a, more and more people. It'll
1: probably be official. But to the D Lord Army. <laughs> so yeah, the in a nutshell, the graphic novel has been just this massive undertaking, and uh, it's almost there. And I'm I'm just I'm just counting down the days right now. So
0: so you said that you started it five years ago. I didn't. I, I remember. I remember when you came on the first time. When you came on with Jack um you were because you were talking about it and and i i just love the idea that you you guys built out this whole world and i i always love those those like big world ideas you know like like star wars or something like that i'm not calling you guys star wars i'm just saying i love (laughs) the idea that there's this big cohesive thing especially when it involves music yes a universe thank you yeah
4: yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: totally <laughs> I, I i have allergies so i also took cold medicine oh, okay. so I, i'm also kind of swimming around in my brain right now it's early for you guys and my i took cold medicine so i think we're gonna
1: <laughs> i think we're i could go I take some cold medicine myself we, so we could get like,
0: on the same level
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're
2: gonna do, vibe i don't know about you guys i'm drinking tea
1: <laughs> nice uh well
0: so how how so, who's doing the drawing? Who who writes the stories? Like, how how? Let, let's get into the comic book because I'm so, I'm really interested in that. I, I um, uh, anyways, please go on.
1: So, um, Mar- uh, Ernie Nahara is the artist, and he kind of, oh, not kind of. He when we him and I first met last year, he just gave me a, a, I guess like seven or eight shots of the characters, all the different characters. And he just drew them out and I I gave him little notes. Like, I want he's a I have a character that's a cyborg cat pirate and he he has a head that lives in his belly and then he has a coat over him and I want him to have a hook and a hand like this. And he just took everything I said and just brought like the characters had attitude and just emotion. Just in just in a rough sketch drawing. So I was like, all right, this guy is the one for the job. And um He's just brought all the characters to life in this, this crazy way. And then he does all the pencils and inking. Margot Proden does the um, colors and the shading um, and a lot of the layout. And then a uh, really close friend of ours, Jesse Suttonhoe, uh, he was brought in later to handle uh, the layout of the actual book, um, you know, page numbering and formatting and just moving things around the page to make it look um, just cohesive and make it run a little bit smoother. And then Chance Boren, uh, who um, is our producer for the graphic novel, who's worked on titles like Transformers Generations and Metal Gear Solid and G.I. Joe and the CSI Miami books. And so he's producing this beast now. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, there's a lot of people like working on it. And I, I'm just the writer.
3: Okay. So okay.
1: I just wrote it, and <laughs> so if it looks cool, I had nothing to do with it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> other than writing everything. And then so so when you're working uh, with the the artists who are doing the the drawing. Uh, y- are, how closely are you working with them? Are you like standing over their shoulder? Like, no, I don't want it like that. Or is it <laughs> more like, oh, like uh, because can you send things back? Do you can you make changes? Like, how far do you yeah. go into the? I mean, uh, uh, is it now? I'm, I'm taking since you're doing most of the talking here that it's mostly your side of the comic is your end or Gally, Do you mm-hmm. have anything to do with the comic at all? I'm
2: definitely more involved in the band side of it. Okay, yeah, this okay. is all master creation. Okay, okay.
1: So yeah, she. But she did. She did uh, work on the editing. We actually also—I forgot to mention—we had Gally Fisher uh, was one of the editors for the book, and also uh, a good friend of mine, Dan Brozo, who was also also the voice of Dizzy Doom, one of our main characters. Because we have a um, we have a puppet show series coming out as well next year. Yes. So. Because because I didn't think I had enough stuff. Going yeah. On, yeah. So. You need more stuff. <laughs> so, think um, the stuff. All of it. All of it. But um, but yeah, no. I I definitely I don't want to say like stand over their shoulder but <laughs> i have sent a lot of stuff back um and uh, if they ever listen to this they're such troopers about it but i it means a lot to me it means i mean this world means a, a, like everything to me so um i want these characters to be shown and introduced to the world and in, in the best possible way so i've tried to be very honest about that and um i've also had other people's opinions like chance Boren, who is our producer um like I, he he might he or not might he notices things all the time that I don't notice. Yeah. Like I'll I'll see something and I'll be like, dude, that is so freaking cool, and he'll be like, this is garbage. <laughs> and he's like, and then I'm like, what? And he's like, you gotta. He's like, well, this part's cool. This part's cool, but this needs to be fixed. And and this doesn't this doesn't match up or. And I'll be like, but the colors are so rad, they look <laughs> rad. And he's like, they do, but it doesn't fit this because we've already done all this, and this is like what we're going for. Oh, so
3: continuity, yeah.
1: continuity <sighs> stuff. So yeah, that's um. But no, they're they're such troopers about it, and they're professionals. And so I always, it's more me. Like when I send them back, I'm like, hey guys, sorry. <laughs> guys. But um, no, they just they just get it done. They handle it. They're they're badasses.
0: How far do you write out? So, like, how far out is it written on your end? Like, how 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 far out into the world are you? Is there like, and how are you going to be releasing? It? Is there going to be like a whole set or a series of books, and then and then like another set or series or another volume? How how do you have it planned in release?
1: Um. So as far as release, actually, I'll answer the first question first. Um, yeah, there was a couple. of so, Yeah. So. Um, I'm about seven books deep right now.
0: Okay. Okay. And,
1: nice. um, all seven, I mean, the first one's completely finished, edited, ready to go. Um, six through seven or, um, two through seven are, are not finished, but are completely outlined. Like yeah. what all the main things that are going to happen in each story have already been written down and fleshed out. So I have, I have like a rough outline of the rest of the books. Um, um, once this one's released, I'll go into the second one and finish this. Actually, once this one gets a publishing deal, I'll, I'll go and start working on the second book um, and flesh that one out, get it ready for editing, get it to Margo and Ernie, and they'll start working on it. But um, And then as far as release, that's probably going to be up to the publishers. Um, we had a really good response from Comic-Con this year. Uh, Chance and I went down there and we had a bunch of meetings with people and showed them the trailers and and that we had for the book and the brand in general. And um, we kind of made it, we kind of put our foot down and we we had such a good reaction that we're like, you know, let's just go ahead and wait for a publisher um, and instead of self-publishing. So it's kind of a, it's a weird feeling because now we have to. Because we made that decision, we're go- we're going to get a publisher, but at the same time, it's hard for us because we have this book here that we could just publish, you know, tomorrow on Amazon. But we're trying to make the smarter choice and like not just rush into things, but actually wait and see if we can get a legitimate publisher on our side. So that, that's, that's the plan
0: for sure, for sure. And and so the the book itself, you're gonna get. Printed out, or is it going to be a digital release? And um, how long is the book? Is it going to be like a, like is it going to be like I I I know a little bit about comics. I used to be into comics, Marvel, DC, but um I, but like I I don't know like I. I guess the the biggest reference I can think of right now is like Walking Dead, how they released those mm-hmm. like big ass thick books. Is it going to be a thick book or is it going to be a thin book? Like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, these so, questions are uh, <laughs> like I'm like I'm fucking in kindergarten. But like, <laughs> no, this is the
1: best, dude. This is the well,
0: well, best. I just don't know that much about comic books, but I used to really, really be into them, and then I got into music, so I, I it didn't carry <laughs> along with me the 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 love and thrill of them. But I still have this really soft spot in my heart, so i'm really interested
1: (laughs) so yeah we'll be releasing um so the first each book is about we're estimating about uh a hundred and twelve pages so it'll be in a trade paperback form um like kind of cardboard cover okay so yeah it'll be it'll be a it'll be a nice little chunk okay but um and we're gonna release those each one is gonna be an original graphic novel so it's gonna be you know part one is 112 pages part two will be something around there and so on and so on and so on gotcha. so and then as far as releasing um once we once we have a publishing deal they kind of determine that stuff for themselves gotcha. so it's kind of hard to tell mm-hmm. right yeah. now
0: so right now you're just gonna get uh you're just gonna get some books just printed up and that's what you're gonna be shopping around yeah, gotcha. Awesome. That's that's fucking so cool, man. And and so like the the is there a source material or is this just all completely made up? Was there like did this start as something like maybe that was already made? Like I don't know. Like like because I think I read something where maybe it was a Saturday morning cartoon, but I I can't be sure if it was. <laughs> If that is yeah. correct. Because I read a lot yes. of stuff and you, yeah. know, you know how it goes. There's so much shit flying at you. <laughs> yeah. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. That's and true. Allergy medicine.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got sticky shit for sure. Um but <laughs> uh we uh no it's definitely um it's definitely an homage to all of these things. I used to say that I grew up loving, but I feel like now that the book is almost finished and people are about to see it, I kind of want to shift the way I'm saying that. And it's an homage to all the stuff. I think we grew up loving, like everybody grew up loving, you know. And if you grew up in the 90s, um, I mean, even if you grew up in the early 2000s, too, I mean, like those are some of the best cartoons you know, you had your your Batman, the Batman animated series, and you oh had God, so good. Um, you know, Rocket Power, and you had Powerpuff Girls, and you had Teenage Ninja Dexter's Turtles, Lab. Dexter's, Dexter's Laboratory, Lab like so good. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers, and so I think that, and not and not even just the Saturday morning cartoon show, but also the comics as well, and like each character in the story is a embodiment of a different form of pop culture. So our hero, Dizzy doom, even down to the name of the book, the digital lizards of doom is a direct homage to teenage mutant Ninja turtles. Mm. Like that's even where the name comes from, you know, it's just kind of like a rip off of the name. And then also dizzy doom is like this guy who eats pineapples all the time and kind of talks like a surfer. And, and so he's, he's like the embodiment of American comics or indie American comics. And, um, you know uh, Dana Deathly, who's the, one of the heroes of the story. She's an embodiment of like Japanese pop culture, like manga and anime. And uh, Wardy Morda, she represents kind of like the witch medieval area uh, era. And um, we have Commander Echo, who represents like 1950s and 1960s sci-fi, um, science fiction more movies and horror movies. And we have Fat Cat Rogers, who represents like the swashbuckling era. So all of these things i just i never i never saw anything, and I always wanted something that um i't had all of all of, like little tidbits of my favorite things in life that I grew up loving in in one spot in one show adventure time adventure time is i think like the closest you know like everything's in there, and they just like <laughs> smush everything in there and it and it and they do it so well and yeah, it's funny and it doesn't take itself too seriously and and so um and so that's that's basically what I was trying to do with with Digital Legends of Doom is like just have just have everything that I love in a place. And the hard the hardest part was figuring figuring out how to do that. Is it a serious thing? And that got tossed out pretty quickly. I was like, <laughs> no, it's not a serious thing. Um, is it a, is it a comedy? Well, yeah, it's a comedy, but there's also going to be like some sweet moments and there's like some tender parts. But um, at the end of the day, like I think. Uh, I think, uh, there's a joke on almost every single panel. I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I have to like double check that, but you know, I, uh, a couple of the editors that we had working on it really helped me double down on the humor. And they're like, yeah, man, I think you should just go full blown. Like just make this like totally ridiculous. <laughs> so, and I love it. So, um,
2: I've
1: edited the thing. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it's
2: out there. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's you so got
1: good.
0: you got songs like what was it? Guitar, Guitar Ninja was that? Is that the name of the Guitar song? Guitar Karate. <laughs> Guitar Karate. See, I'm already fucking shit up, <laughs> and I just looked at the. <laughs> well, I mean, it like that because that was actually one of the questions. that was like, well, is this serious? Because like there are some seriously funny parts, but then there's like some really heartfelt. And now I'm talking about the music because i don't know anything Mm. about the comics and neither does anybody else so but yet yet (laughs) um but hold on i'm not abandoning you guys i'm just going back to my questions because Ah! (laughs) oh i think like good girls bad beats like that song in particular is is oh i just okay there it is i just uh to me that sounds like just the feel of that song sounds like uh um you know like teenage wasteland not the song but like you know that feeling just that yeah. that feeling yeah, yeah. of teenage angst and 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 that really and it's poppy and it has like the that has that poppy chord progression it, it just it just feels like that so it does feel like it could resonate emotionally uh, on a broader spectrum than just ha ha ha
2: good girls bad beats i totally feel the same way oh awesome one of my favorite one
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. So, so okay, so now that we're kind of shifting into the music, when I first yes. met you, Gabe, um, uh, it it was, it was, Gally wasn't was involved yet. Is that correct? Or was Gally, just, okay, so so can you kind of she give was me a, a, a history? Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, she was she was on the same label, and that's how we met. By the way, I just sent you two videos, two trailers for the the graphic novel. I, I sent them to your email, so you can check them out oh, sick. whenever you get a chance. Nice, thank you, um, thank you she she was on we were on the same label, and we definitely knew each other. actually, her and Jack Grubb were even working on uh, a radio show um themselves. You know they were already doing their own separate things. Um, I, I forget like how, you, how long you guys were working on that, but um and it was just really cool. I've always been around i I've, I've been so fortunate to be around so many creative people, and I think when you put yourself out there and, and you want to work hard and you want to get creative. You just end up meeting other people in the industry. So mm. it's kind of a trip. Um, and I, I didn't even think think about that until until just now, this morning, when you mentioned Jack. Because I'm like, that's such a trip that, like, Jack was in the band. Him and Gally were working on something. You know, Jack <laughs> went out and did his own thing. And then Gally and I didn't know here. that
2: when I met with Jack Greb. I had no so, idea he had been a part of d
1: <laughs> So, yeah, it's like... It's such a it's such a trippy such a trippy world. But yeah, she was already busting ass. She was like <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff on the label and like just busting. kicking ass. So it just kinda made sense you're and then, on
0: like some like independent like it's in Australia or something, right? Isn't it like uh yeah. some overseas label? I I'm
1: they are overseas. Go ahead, please. Are you good?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Oh. Please.
1: Um, <laughs> um are they uh they are overseas. But they also have an American, um, they operate out of America now, too. The owner, he flies back and forth from Australia all the time. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think I'm 99% sure we were the first American band on the label. I think. I gotta double check that. But I'm like 99% sure
0: well that well that's that's fucking awesome and and it, <laughs> well I mean it's awesome that you've been able to maintain a label as well for the last few years because it's been a while since we chatted and and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know people get different deals I talk to a lot of people and they're getting different deals with different and it's mostly independent uh, smaller labels but you know like if something doesn't go well or if it you know or whatever the reason is the label goes under to have a record deal with a with a label who is like interested and still wants to work with you for more than a couple of years now is, is is to me an accomplishment because i just when mm-hmm. i talk to people they're just like yeah it didn't work out you know they jumped us whatever it, whatever the yeah. circumstances is so it's an accomplishment well, it's- to be able to maintain that and and you growing it as well uh like especially mm-hmm. with with i mean you grew the band as well with with another voice and everything so
1: I think there's um I think there's some magic there because I've realized I've tried to explain this to people before I don't want to say I've tried to convince them necessarily cuz you don't know someone else's path but Noise Cartel Records as of right now and unless something changes maybe it will maybe it won't but as of right now Noise Cartel Records is is the best label for us we have so much freedom we're allowed to do whatever we want um Matt doesn't really interfere with our stuff too much unless it comes to marketing or certain things like that. Um, but and
2: then he's a shrewd businessman and I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: And
0: that's where that's what you have to be though. That's what
2: that's yeah. where
1: it has to be.
0: You have to a
2: good be... person you want like owning a record label that you're signed to. Yes. Absolutely. And
1: Absolutely. And it's funny, you know, because I hear or not funny, it's sad. I, I hear these these stories of exactly what you're talking about, how, hey man, we were on this, we were on this indie label for a couple of years but they went under and so now we're just on CD Baby and now we're on Distro Kid and I'm try I try to tell other bands all the time, you know, I'm like, hey, you should talk to Matt and they're like, yeah, we talked to him but he can't really offer us anything, he can't really do this, you know, because uh, they don't give us any money for um for marketing and stuff, it's all, you know, we maintain all the rights to our music, we put in all our own money but, the truth is like the way Matt has it set up is that we work. So we, we, we take the biggest risk, but we also get the biggest benefit. And so
2: very good for self motivated artists who want to get shit done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like the other guys, um, and it's, and again, this is, I want to be like very clear about this. It's not like a good or bad thing. It's just, there's a lot of people who don't, Have that business mind or don't have that ability or or just don't want to and there's nothing wrong with that if you don't want to do something you just don't want to do Mm -hmm. something so i think that um for us it just it works really well and i've that's some of the stuff Like you you brought up something i don't know if you did that on purpose but like you brought up something that is such a crucial part of being on a label is that that people never think about is that you these things can go under you know and the reason noise cartel records hasn't gone under, even with such little funding as it has is because Matt's just been really smart about his business and what he does because labels go under all the time. Like I'm, you, you look at like any local, you know, music news magazine, you know, there's like labels that pop up in Portland, Oregon all the time. And then they they're gone within like a year. And then there's labels that pop up in like Austin, Texas, and they're gone within a year. And and these guys are pumping in money, you know, like these guys are pumping in serious cash. They're working with big name people. They're getting people like Ed Sheeran and, you know, uh, Chris Stapleton to do to come in and their label and do songs and stuff. And they're they're going under. So it's like yeah, uh, it's I get kind of passionate about it because for me, I've just I'm like, come on, just if you can learn how to do this yourself. And it's empowering, you know. And but at the same time, there was also days where I wish I didn't know any of this stuff. And I just like I could just have someone cursed
2: do, with knowledge, <laughs>
1: kinda. Yeah, like just I, I. Some days it gets it gets a bit much, you know. And and when everything falls down on you, it it really sucks too. So
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, it, and I I know what it's like to have just just it. It's nice to it. I feel like now with labels that it, it's more of a partnership than than mm. it is like an ownership. You know what I mean? Because especially yeah. if you're getting d- deal, like the way that works. Um, okay. I, I know like one of what actually a local band over there, Surefire Soul Ensemble. Uh, he works with a record label out of Ohio in Cincinnati. And they they pay for all their like uh, vinyl pressing and their and their CD pressing. And they give him a little money for recording, but then uh, I, I forget how. But then he has to do a, a big part of the marketing on his end. He has to do a lot yeah. of so, so so It's more of like and he's, hey, he's
1: got to pay that back too.
0: Ex- exactly, and so yeah. so it, it it I like those kinds of those stories where it's like. There's this relationship that's built. It's like, hey, here's what I can do, but you gotta do your shit too. And and I always I always think that like when you're if you're going and looking for labels, you should already kind of have your shit in one sock, anyways. Like you should yeah. have your marketing <laughs> down. You should be able to book your own shows. You should be able to you should do be <laughs> able to to uh, you should be able to have something to show. Uh, when you're going to these different labels, whether it's demos or something, so so you should have somewhat of your your career together before you just go out there and and doing stuff. But but for you, it seemed like you you kind of put this band together. Uh, how okay? So from the beginning, was it just you in front of like like Reason or something, or or where has it always <laughs> been a collaboration? I'm just curious. Like where did it come from? What was the so-
1: or- I have always been very careful to not pretend like I knew how to use the reason software. I know. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't I'm,
0: know. I just, well, it, I was just
1: naming the software. That, that thing blows my mind. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I know what you mean. I, I was on, um, I started with logic mm. and I, I kept trying to move away from logic to get into Ableton and I'll probably, we'll probably end up using Ableton live at some point. But, um, yeah, it was just, it's kind of a weird thing, man. Like I, uh, I made I made the band I originally the band had nothing to do with the book but I just really liked the name Digital Lizards of Doom and I was working on this story and so I said okay well you know for now you know I'm not really like pissed off about the world I'm not really um, you know I'm not I don't really, I don't have like my heart broken right now uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sing about like this fictional world um, and I might as well just call it Digital Lizards of Doom for now. And then I'll change the name later and make it something more serious, you know, if something happens. And then we, um, pretty early on, I, we, I had a show at, um, House of Blues and all the bands were pretty, pretty, uh, you know, they had like multiple members in their bands. So I didn't want to be up at the main stage at House of Blues with just a laptop and a guitar yeah. looking like a weirdo or more <laughs> of a weirdo than I usually do. and um, so. I made. I'm just made costumes for the two main characters, Commander Echo and Dizzy Doom, and I had them.
2: I just made costumes.
1: Yeah. Said. Did you like sew <laughs>
0: them or like what? How 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 far did you go into no, that? Or did you just?
1: I just get really creative. Like I just found people online that could put stuff together for me, and then you know, like uh, fi- like sites like Fiverr and stuff like yeah, that. Where wow. hey, can you make a logo? Or hey, I, this is my character. Can you make it look like this? And then, you know, uh, I just put the pieces together myself, like a Halloween costume. Um, and then I had two of my really good friends come and, uh, DJ man cat actually, and, uh, Peter Hoban and come and dress up as the characters. And we had, it was so much fun. It was like having band rehearsal without bandmates because we had, we had a rehearsal, I think every week for a month leading up to the show, sometimes twice a week. And we had, you know, they had like dance moves and there was cues in the music where they would do certain things and they battled and it was such, it was such a cool thing. And again, what's funny is that that was, this was just for that one show. This wasn't supposed to transcend anything else. It was just for this one show. Cause I didn't want to be up there by myself on this big stage. So, and then afterwards people cared more about the characters <laughs> and the story of the characters than they did about me or the music. So, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, let's freaking <laughs> do it. So, then I was like, well, man, I kind of just involuntarily had a focus group tell me that they want to hear the story I've been working on that they don't even know is a story yet. So, that kind of just sent me down a rabbit hole. And then I think every piece of music I've released thus far gets closer and closer to the story. Um, and this next album is going to be like, pretty much full-blown all about the characters and stuff, and then, uh, and alongside the book, and so, uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's kind of taken on a life of its own, and I, I, I genuinely like to work that way, so. Well, it, we'll see what
0: happens. Well, what I just got from all that is that you're really good at managing people, <laughs> like like uh, or like uh at least putting teams together. Like you're very good at like because you have this source idea, which is amazing. But like you're also able to build. It, because you're not doing it all yourself, because that almost seems impossible. But some people do that. Yeah. Some people take on so much when they're starting a huge endeavor. They're just like, I got to make sure I'm doing this. I got to make sure I'm doing all. Like they micromanage everything until it sort of. I feel like sometimes you can micromanage it to death. Like you just sort of. Yeah. And 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 the fact that you can put a team together, that's like a very valuable uh, skill set. I think is to be able to see potential in people and be like. Uh, or, or, or you know, find people, even getting people, uh, you know, on board with you. Uh, that's a very valuable skill. And I think that's something worth pointing out because I think it's worth for anybody, even if you're trying to put a band together where you're the soul, like maybe you're the songwriter. If you're going out there, you have to be able to work with the people. First of all, I mean, bands are Mm -hmm. like little families, but you got to be able to work with people. You got to be able to manage, like, not micromanage, but be able to uh, find people that you can trust with your material because you're going to be out there with them. So. I mean, that's just something, just like a band, musically, but, like, you have, you have such an expanse of universe, it's it's insane <laughs> to think that you're, like, out there doing all that. Is, is this all you do, by the way, Gabe? Is this, like, is D-Lod just your entire world, or do you have, like, a day job, or what What do you... Oh, what, what else... Is this all you're focusing on, or, or do you have, like, other things you like to do? I mean, it seems like you're highly creative, so, I don't know, do you like to, um. I don't know, make things like i don't that was weird but yeah. <laughs> make things yes yes Little i do like to make stick figures yes no i just i'm just I al-
1: curious I, al- I, I also manage a, a a small strip club in the back of an applebee's <laughs> but um no i'm just kidding. That's fabricated um an applebee's no this is this is my one this is my one and only job with the exception that i'm doing a lot of like the side hustle stuff Mm -hmm. you know so of course um a lot lately i've been doing like po- I don't know if you-, you guys have Postmates in Colorado. Is yes. that a thing out there yet?
0: Oh, I'm in Ohio. Um, I'm in Ohio. You're in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, it's even, uh, it's, it's much worse than Colorado. Because <laughs> at least um, Colorado has like legal weed. I'm we're still struggling <laughs> with that. Anyways, please, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I do Postmates. Nice. Um I do some Instacart stuff, but yeah, I mean, and it, I mean it's good and bad, I guess, but. Even on the side, like lately, it's been really hard. I, I haven't been able to because we're having meetings that are involving other people now. Um, uh, you know, with, whether it's artists, whether it's a printing company, whether it's a software company, because we're we're also trying to figure out how to make a visual aid that we can show this this thing to publishers. So, um, I've I've been having to like work late at night or super early in the morning, um, and just just make enough money to, you know, make sure I have food that day and put gas in my tank because all the money I make during at the shows and stuff just goes directly back into d and making the machine run. So so yeah, I mean, yeah, this is that's a long answer, but that this oh, is no, my that's, um, you
0: answered everything uh, yeah. I just asked. So that's but that yeah. that's a well that's a huge thing too. It's like you got all these side hustles, but like you are putting all your energy into because you know Postmates and stuff. That's whatever you can listen to podcasts or books or music yeah. doing that, and that's and that's like one of those jobs where it's like you don't have to you don't have really anybody to answer to except for your phone. You're just sort of like okay, I got to answer this shit, but. i I, that's like that's the kind of shit i would be doing too like luber and lift because i just can't i can't handle like working in like a cubicle like that's prison to me i can't i fucking can't do it so like i will go do any other side hustle where i don't have to answer to some asshole but but you know but we all answer to somebody eventually so Yes, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't true. know. Man, that was kind of a general <laughs> statement that I tried to pass <laughs> off as knowledge. Uh, so, Gally, please, I would love yeah. that you've been sitting there um, silently and patiently. <laughs> uh, you are on the label as well, so I tell am. me what's your musical background and what, do you, what's your? Where did what did you do before and while? Wow, I'm sure you're not just giving up your whole career. Is what well to? Unless oh. you are, I don't know. Are you giving? No, no, no.
1: Well, well <laughs> are you still doing I'm, your
0: side? Let's start from the beginning, because I'm. I just asked you like twenty questions. So what? What's, right. she what's does your music? More full
1: music than I do. I'm gotcha. Sure she, she's. Well, I'm gonna let her go. You, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before D. I had been the star, have slash had been the starving artist, because I think that's where you begin when you're working with creativity. Uh, I was a singer-songwriter for most of, I have been a singer-songwriter for most of my life. I did folk music and uh, blues music and vocals for friends and all kinds of little infantile projects. And I don't mean infantile like I'm putting them down, I'm just saying there's a lot of steps to get to where I'm at and even I'm not even halfway there. It's like, it's all a journey and being present has been an incredibly valuable lesson to me over the years. Mm. Um that that's
0: did, I, did you say just being present has been yeah. yeah, for me too. I would like to just stop there too because right before we called I was meditating. <laughs> so yeah. like I was like is uh, you talking about meditation or are you just talking about like just just Ooh, bringing yourself Because yeah, meditation I I, I guess that could sure. be different than just being mm-hmm. present. <laughs> that can be a lot different yeah. actually.
2: Well, it's like taking it's being intentional about where you put your mind okay. because One of the most valuable lessons I've learned in the past year as all this stuff escalates Mm. is that as a creator, there's a, there's a fuel tank within me. And when that creative energy becomes drained, I need to fill it back up before I can continue working on all these projects and now doing what I'm doing, which I'll get to it's, it's like, I have to be very intelligent with energy placement because I have clients and projects abounding including digital wizards of doom so it's like it's been a very interesting year for me and I've been kind of in this creative sinkhole which is both amazing because it's created really good content and it's satisfied this part of my soul but it's also been extremely challenging so but through that which has kind of been why I've been doing music to begin with is so that I can share my experiences with others because I want to build something. We only have a certain amount of time here, right now, and building a platform or a message of some kind and figuring out what it is you want to share with the world is when you get there. It's it's the most important thing in the world. So I don't know. It's been it's been a challenge for sure. But I I've done songwriting and Purdue. Oh, go ahead. You were gonna ask. Something. Oh no no no, no. I.
0: I I I just I loved I loved all of that by the way because because <laughs> it's kind of where I'm at now and yeah. and it's because I I do music a lot but then I have other endeavors that I've just started got pulled into and like mm-hmm. and so like there's all this energy that you put into something and, and it and it, you want to put your energy into it because you're doing it, but like sometimes I feel like it, it's getting pulled in the wrong direction, and, and so uh, yes, focusing yes. the energy is something that I've been sort of, sort of uh, working on myself. So it just resonated what you just said to I'm me. I'm so like, glad. 100%. That's exactly
2: why I say stuff like that because the the only way forward is if I'm going to be honest with myself. Definitely. And. Uh, it's just you're, I'll, you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives figuring that out. It's kind of everybody's question to ask themselves, and it's totally okay. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, actually, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like, learning about being a human, it's really weird. <laughs> no, learning it is.
0: It's really weird. And what I'm finding is that that there's no like – no, like, uh, uh, like when I was younger, I just thought this is that, and that is this, and because of mm. that, you know. Like, and and then as you get older, well, as I'm getting older, I'm I'm seeing the world is like holy shit. It's more like, more like everything sort of lives in the gray area. I feel yes. like it's not like right or wrong, but yes. there's just like I've, this soupy been, gray area, and yes. and and like gods in there, and yes. like <laughs> and like okay, you know so the
2: term the term that I've kind of come up with for that in between, yeah, that's where I live, man. I live yes. in that insane is mystery with a capital M because it's kind of like, and you, especially as an artist, any a human being, if you're going to do anything kind of significant, you have to learn to live with that mystery and that in between it's where it's in between dark and light. Yes. It's in between good and bad. And that's the plight of being a creator or an artist is that you just have to die over and over and over again. And you got to keep, keep getting back up and keep being transformed and being changed. So So existential stuff aside, I've been a songwriter and a producer for basically my whole life in various forms, and uh, it's been a very long, very, very long road (laughs) and extremely satisfying. I do, um, in the past year, electronic music is something that's kind of come my way. It's very interesting. It was a job through somebody else, through a studio, and I was doing vocals, and um, that Turned into collaborating with this other exciting duo called Crystal Skies. We released a song called Never Change in February that has just been ex- explosive. It's like over 2 million streams. And this is, wow. so this is uh, all these different legs of what I'm doing, including D-Lod, because I don't think 75% of it would have happened without D-Lod <laughs> oh,
3: <right laughs> and
2: the people that I've met, because we kind of just like joined forces it was a it was an intuitive kind of gut thing where it was like hey do you want to join the band yes okay <laughs> you're both singer songwriters and and brand creators and entrepreneurial all this and this why don't we like put combine our powers and <laughs> take over the world uh, so it's been i've met more people in the past year than i can imagine last year we were in forbes magazine and we played at nam and we're on playing cool shows like the so far show and the raw artist showcase, and then watched this, this evolution of the brand itself. So, and now the comic book. So I do a little bit of everything, honestly, and now have, oh gosh, now is time management central because (laughs) with, with electronic music, I now have, I'm working with people all over the world after the song was released as a creator, that is my, like, that is what fills my creative meter back up is when I was suddenly talking to all these people who were saying the steps that I was taking in my little life was doing something to impact theirs. And I was like, Whoa, okay. (laughs) That's the Delta. That's the, that's like heaven on earth as far as I'm concerned. So really for me right now, it's, moving forward with digital lizards of doom the release of the graphic novel but then also managing because i said this to you last year i said i'm gonna have to put extra concerted effort into bringing up galley fisher as much as digital lizards of doom otherwise i'll get absorbed into this project and forget about my own stuff and that's Mm. i've struggled with that for my whole life like prioritizing self-care and stuff like that so so that's just singing and creating music and changing people's lives is kind of why I exist. (laughs) And I, I told, and at any point within the past chunk of time, I could die happy. I swear to you, it's this weird thing. I, my, my perspective has completely changed. I used to be so grumpy and so angry about doing music because it's not rewarding. Sometimes it's like, you just want to get really pissed off and throw it away because like your heart but uh it has never left me damn it <laughs> So yeah. anyways that's a little bit about me
0: Well it- that that's interesting you're saying like how you c- it can be it's not very rewarding at times and like and and i can think of time like you know and i'm still dealing with stuff like that where it's like maybe i'm working it, like maybe i'm just doing a working gig where i'm just working in a band that are playing covers or whatever and you're mm-hmm. getting nothing out of the crowd and it's mm-hmm. just like you're dumping this energy into a void and mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> and it's just being it's goodbye you know and after you're dumping done
2: this energy into a void you know what i mean like it's just
0: <laughs> like it's, not, it's just nothing and, and 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 at the end of it that's how you feel like you're just like oh thanks for this money now i guess i could go home and eat myself to sleep um i don't know what the fuck you know like it's it's, it's it's a but but like i always try to say to, to myself it's like okay you could either be doing this or you could be working at a fucking cubicle where you have someone standing over your head fucking barking orders at you and making you do awful things that you hate doing. And, and and every morning that you drive to work, you have this terrible feeling in the pit of your stomach. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you turn down that road and it's just like, Oh God. Like, like I remember just like seriously, just like kind of like doubling over, turning Mm -hmm. down that road, be like, Oh Jesus yes, Yes. It's just so, so, dumping my energy into the void or or just being complete, just just being unhappy and and angry about that uh, yeah. uh so uh, yeah i i still struggle with that but there, I, I do so many different things i feel like that it that it I kind of balances it out because it sounds like you guys do too because i don't know could you imagine just doing one thing for like the one <laughs> aspect of your job could you imagine just doing that forever i mean
2: well well my goal is my goal is to live a relatively simple life. I'm very eager to just uh, be present all the time because the rat race kind of exhausts me, but I've found that I'm not there yet. There's still, there's still a lot of time that I need to spend within the fray and that's scary. I'm going to be honest with you moving forward as an artist. One of the scariest things has been figuring out how to share in an authentic and relatable way the things that I'm struggling with, with my fan base, Mm. because true, like real songwriting, real music, like I said before, it's got to kill you a little bit. You have to put little bits of your soul into it. Um, but you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So it's like, I'm not just picking up the torch and continuing on for myself, even though I am, I'm doing it for the collective creative mind where it's like, while I'm here, before I go buy a farm and have pets out in the middle of nowhere and go cruising down the river and, you know, whatever, because honestly we have it so good. I think about that all the time. It's totally changed my life to have an attitude of gratitude.
0: Yes. Because there's so much,
2: there's so much stuff flying around the world right now, but I think to myself, I get in a car every day. Well, I mean, my car's in a shop right now, but (laughs) a relatively movable car and I have access to clean drinking water and all of my appendages. And, That used to be something that I heard people say, and I'd be like, oh, well, you're just being really positive and Pollyanna about it. Now, the older that I get, because I'm about to turn 30 on Friday, I realize it's really true. It's really true. We have it so good here. I'm so thankful for sleep and for creativity and for all of this stuff. I'm incredibly blessed. So it's like like I told you, that in-between. Yes light and dark living in the mystery you gotta
0: right yeah <laughs> because you could totally sit there and just be like oh my life sucks or or you could be like oh nobody <laughs> wants to come to my shows nobody wants to buy yeah. my record no one wants to stream my album Dude,
2: that was me Ugh, fucking I, I was <laughs> in those mindsets like yeah, i feel like yeah. a completely different person i used to just view everything as like a competition and i used to put other artists down it's like that's such crap it's yeah. such crap it's we're all doing it for a reason. And and here I was complaining about absolutely nothing. (laughs) And now I have all this cool shit going on. Like so much cool stuff, like creating composing soundtracks and collaborating with like, do you know who Trivecta is? He's an EDM guy. He's really, really good writing a song together. It's like I have clients all over the world in Berlin and South Korea. And I'm working with somebody who's pitching my, my songs for film. It's like, what is my life?
0: That's I, it's things. too much for me. What's your clientele? What in what what is the clients? What are you What are you What are you providing for people?
2: Uh, well, there's a couple different things. It's oh. basically uh, they are track creators, mm-hmm. but they're not vocalists. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Was, okay. I was contacted after Never Change. I had so many people reach out to me, and some of them were like notable names, and, and i I mean like they have more internet traffic and then other people were just like i love this song so much they you know but they're just getting started out so i can't work with absolutely everyone i would love to it's not realistic (laughs) so i i had to figure out what i was gonna how i was gonna do this because i didn't want to turn people away uh but i also needed to like like i told you time management yeah so i decided to do you know what a top line is
0: no i don't
2: top line is it's just basically there's a pre-existing track that's been created by some dj or producer okay and they don't sing but they want vocals on it and so it already existed and then you fill in the missing pieces and create harmony stuff like that so i have clients who i'm just straight out i'm maybe not necessarily putting the galley fisher name on it because Mm -hmm. i'm building a brand right now and it you know it's all every situation is different and then other people it's like i call them clients but they're more like collaborators right so it's two different realms of that Uh, and then there's all my solo stuff which is the stuff that's you know being pitched for movies and you got a whole work on promoting all that stuff because I'm a do-it-yourself type person so it's it's just all been and learning from people because I've learned so much from Gabe and surrounding yourself with people who are not only where you want to be but where you are because then you can all learn from one another and head towards some awesome goal in the future
0: yeah billion teams so you like so you like to take on a lot and and so I'm yeah, just curious Very
2: similar in that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i I'm, I'm just curious how when things are compounding, how do you sort of get through those moments where you're just like because I have those moments where I'm just like I got all this shit like i I'm v- editing video right now, which is like so fucking weird oh, i don't I don't weird. even know why like how I ended up here <laughs> but but here I am and I'm just like, yep. fuck, this is due by then. And and, yeah. and I've, I mean, I really had to make a very stringent schedule where like I'm mm-hmm. up by six in the morning and like I'm straight to doing what I have to do before mm-hmm. like my wife and my son wake up and just demand attention because that's all mm-hmm. they do. That's oh not yeah, true. you Never. got family too. <laughs> they're they're actually very cool about things. That's um, good. Yeah, my wife actually does similar thing to you. She's a vocal teacher, but she also right. does. Uh, she also sends out vocals, and she does records uh, mm. top lines, which is a new uh, term that I learned. This is this is fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're learning.
2: So, um,
0: <laughs> fuck, where was I going?
2: <laughs> uh, well, we're <laughs> just talking about. You were asking me how. All, oh how do you manage that? Yeah, down. yeah.
0: So like yeah. so like for me personally, instead of like melting down, which is what I used to do, I've <laughs> made a very strict schedule for myself. And I'm also realizing that my ADHD did not go away when I got older. Mm-hmm. So now like my attention span's just like mm-hmm. So like if I don't keep things in a very orderly fashion, shit falls Meditation. apart real fast. Yeah. yeah. Ten pounds later, I'm fucking crying in the corner. So I'm just curious, <laughs> what uh what what do you do to sort of and this can, this goes for you too gay because i could i mean you must be under a lot of stress as well doing all that you are doing as well so what are some of the ways that you sort of work
1: through these yes, moments right. of like ah uh i i kill people oh I'm good a well, that, i'm a murderer yeah <laughs> he,
0: he said that I was uh, there uh, there was a deadness to his eyes i just want to to the people listening there was this blank china doll stare that he just fucking just gazed into my soul when he said that so i don't know like he he might be telling the truth of that one uh patrick uh, bateman uh yeah. <laughs> anyways uh please go ahead Who, whoever had the floor here i Gabe.
1: oh i was just being an idiot yeah um, that's all right me too um i uh i to be honest with you you know i wish i could have some grand <laughs> um answer but okay. I, i'm not dealing with my stress working. Um, i'm working on it <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm working, okay well but, that's okay yeah. too
0: that's okay too man
1: so so it's kind of funny it even wraps into today a little bit um after this, I'm actually uh I'm actually gonna be going kayaking. Um and I've I've been uh I've always loved the ocean, right? Actually, you know what? There's two points I'm gonna make here. I've I've always loved the ocean and it's something that I I gave up a while ago because I got so busy, right? Because I got I had to do this, I had to do that, I have to do this, I gotta go here, I gotta do that. And so I kind of lost my way a little bit, you know, I stopped playing video games, I stopped swimming, I stopped Mm -hmm. surfing, I stopped kayaking, um, I stopped while having, you know, walking through the woods, and I, I gave up just a lot of myself to get these things made, and it's kind of similar to what Gally was talking about with the, um, and you gotta, like, sacrifice little bits of yourself, and then reinvent yourself, and then it's, it's kind of a weird process, and, um, but I was reading this article a long time ago and it's bums, dude, no joke. Every time I think about this, it bums me out cause I want to send it to so many people. But this guy, he was talking about, um, specifically video games, but he was, he was a psychologist and he's like, we're trained as kids, you know, these things build us. So, and he, he's like, you know, I'm talking about video games, but regardless of that, whatever it is, horseback riding, um, playing with Legos, video games, comic books, skateboarding right all of these things and then you get to about you know 20 uh 27 to 33 and everyone tells you you have to grow up and you can't do those things anymore and he goes how twisted is that all the things that made you who you are like just be like and all these people telling you you can't do that anymore you're too old to do that you got to grow up and it's like that's not true like you can pay your bills. You can be a responsible member of society and still be into video games and skateboarding and all of these things that he's like, why would you basically spend more than already more than half your life building who you are and then take the most important parts. These things most likely taught you morality, most likely taught you your love for history, most likely taught you your love for nature. And you're just going to remove the root of these things from your life. He's like, that's psychotic. That's like he's like, No wonder there's so many depressed depressed people walking around because they're all told like they can't do this thing that basically made them who they were. And so now they're like, Whoa, and they're just like kinda of wandering around aimlessly. Yeah,
0: being miserable. So, yeah.
1: Being miserable. so and um and then getting back to like after, after today, like I'm actually gonna be going kayaking and I've been getting back into it and um I'm trying to just put myself in positions where I'm forcing myself to take time off. I'm really bad at it. And I think I, I guilt trip myself into it too a lot. Like, um I'm out here kayaking, you know, the book's not getting edited <laughs> or, like that like the cycle. Know, like, yeah, I'm out yeah. here for, for two hours. That's like that's like two shows I could have booked, you know? Like so that's it's like I don't know but but yeah just kind of taking time for self-care and I am really bad at it so I wish I could give you more of like oh this is what I'm doing but or like <laughs> no, advice no. Or anything It's it's
0: fine because that's part of this it's part of like fuck it it's learning learning your journey is learning how to manage this shit and learning how to fucking manage yourself and and that's actually great like you're that's a great answer actually because you're taking time for yourself that's that's what you've decided to do <laughs> instead of just working yourself into a pit you're like okay I'm going to go get some fresh air enjoy the water enjoy what you love you know nature mm. so I, I i think that's a great answer and yeah you know, and fuck anybody and who was, doesn't think that's a great answer
2: and i was gonna say that like you just did yeah. that's part of it yeah. is not taking care of yourself and then learning that you have to take care of yourself because you're not taking care of yourself.
0: yes yes uh and,
2: and it that's... comes out
0: in like terrible ways like like for me it just comes out it just i just get angry about stupid things and, and it's like yeah. why am i mad about you know like the yogurt won't open or something you know mm-hmm. like it's it's the most mm-hmm. menial things what and and like luckily i've been taking enough time to re-examine shit where to the point where it's like when I start feeling those feelings, I start backing up and being like, okay, where is this coming from? Why mm-hmm. am I why is this happening? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's something you, with age, you just start slowing down a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not. I have been talked to a lot of these young kids these days. Like these young rappers yeah. are like so yeah. into them, like so, uh, so yeah, they they they're so okay with talking about like why they're feeling this, and 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 they're so mm-hmm. they're doing the work now. They're doing the mental work. I wish I would have did at their age. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's mm-hmm. it's. It, it, I think there's a new generation coming up where people are starting to, to understand a little bit more you got to take care of the brain and then the body yeah. and or else everything else goes to shit but yes so galley what 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 do you do what is your what do you, how do you when you when you're when you're when your schedule is all full and you and, and you're packing more shit in and, and it's all becoming overwhelming <laughs> like what is it what is it that sort of i guess brings you to present
2: well Sometimes I cry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that,
0: that's, well, that's okay, because that, I mean, that's, I that's cry. necessary. <laughs> that's
2: well, necessary. and because I, the way I was raised, I, I was, I'm going to say this, I was, am like Gabe, because um, I was a workhorse for many, many years. It's just kind of like progress, progress, progress. And I think sometimes you have to do that. So I'm not saying I'm a master of this now. I'm merely saying I have devoted... Because when I started 2019, I was staring down the barrel of like some really big events, like being on a panel for singer songwriters and performing at NAMM and releasing a huge song. And so, uh, when I find big things coming up in my life, my spirit starts to get kind of quiet and I prepare myself because uh, it's almost like putting on armor so that you're safe from all that stuff. So, when I began. 2019 one of my goals was to find balance in my day-to-day life Uh, and then you know among other things like improving my musicianship so learning all of the songs I've written on piano on the mandolin and being able to transfer back and forth and developing a solo live performance and finally getting a loop pedal and all this other stuff so it's been like a really creative year for me so when I find that everything is being compacted down one new relatively new solution is to lean into it uh lean into the inner voices the demons that you might be dealing with and kind of like put all that stuff back in the art the same way that you know he's investing cold hard cash or time in digital lizards of doom to treat your own essence your own being as an investment Because you're not going to get any shit done if you're exhausted. If you're depressed or if you're sad or if you're stuck mentally, it's going to be very, very difficult to move forward. There was a movie with Simon Pegg called Run, Fat Boy, Run. If you haven't seen it, it was a great, great, hilarious movie. Uh, And he's basically this really out of shape guy who's on this marathon. And there's a point in which he hits the wall and everyone... Who has exercised that much understands that there is a wall that you reach, and it is physical, but it's also mainly mental. And it's kind of like, I'm so exhausted, I don't know how to keep going. And what, you know, without spoiling anything, in case you do watch the film, is that he has to confront something, he has to confront stuff. So uh, when I get stressed out, sometimes I cry, sometimes I play music, sometimes I'll go for a jog because exercise you'd be so surprised what exercise does for anxiety and depression and just everything. Your body feels better because that's where you live. You live inside your body. Uh, And then just kind of accepting the process and trusting the process because trusting the process is very powerful. If you can learn how to be exactly where you're at, suddenly some of the stress that you feel from your past that keeps you up at night, which I'm Oh, sometimes I can't sleep because I'm like, why did I say that or do that? <laughs> why did I sing whatever that song was up on stage at City Fest? I don't know, but I laid awake for three hours thinking about it. It's also, it also kind of removes any pressing anxiety from the future because it's kind of like I'm just going to say yes to what comes my way and take care of myself, and if you do that, you won't really fail because you'll always know how to nurture yourself and get yourself back up. So, uh investing in myself, I guess, would be my my condensed answer to that. Investing in yourself or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, that that's a that's a that's a great answer, but the I love that you um I love that you're able to admit that you're you're able to sit there and worry about what you just did because <laughs> you know a lot of people get because that's a vulnerable thing to be. It, mm-hmm. It's almost it's an, almost an insecurity, you know, and, mm-hmm. and no one wants to admit that they have insecurities. Mm. And, and I think that I think that it's important for people to know that that. I think it's important for people to know that people are just people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because you yeah. do art and you live off art, and and that it doesn't mean that you're able to circumvent all the the things that being human is. And I, <laughs> yeah. I do feel like some people hold that to hold that uh, too high. I was, you know, what I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I have this image mm-hmm. I have to protect, and it can't be. You know, yeah. I can't show vulnerability or else it shows weakness or something. But yeah. but I I do like that that. It seems that that's sort of that. Uh, I don't know that that denial is, is sort of fading. Yeah, yeah. More people are are more yeah, yeah. willing to talk about things than sort it's so of. So good. To, yeah, I like that. I like that people are are opening up and talking and, and 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 I feel like it's it's okay to just ramble on and say stupid things sometimes. I mean, you know, not everybody's not, human. Exactly to to, to see human. that and to point the, yeah. to to just. To have that out there is like people are just people and we're, we're mm-hmm. all going to make mistakes. And we're all going to do and we all have the ability to do great things. It's just we, we mm-hmm. got to figure out what that is and, and, and find that balance. And uh, so with you guys, with this, with this last release, actually, can we play a song off the last album? Is that cool? Can yeah, we play totally. it? Uh, yes. so i'm gonna go ahead and just say uh good girls bad beats is that okay with you yeah. guys okay yeah all right uh, we'll uh <laughs> thank you for that that throwback totes <laughs> 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 um so let's play let's play <laughs> i keep getting all these titles wrong good girls <laughs> bad beats and we'll be right back
4: You wanna get me back home, you got a government job, but we burned My own. I wanna get you your dreams. You wanna get me back home. You gotta go, but. Government-
0: we're back so that was that uh that was what we were talking about we were referring to earlier as just that feeling that that feeling of being young and having teenage angst and the in the poppy chord progression so that i love i love it i love that that feel and but then you Shitting guys have nanny <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go baby it comes out <laughs> 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 comes out of somewhere comes out somewhere it certainly does uh but but what i like about you guys okay so so when did when did you guys make that solid decision to be like okay let's let's do this band and then let's release an album and and from this point mm-hmm. forward be this amalgamation
2: january 2018 i think
0: okay this is pretty recent. I think it was
1: March.
2: It was March. Oh, okay. It was March, 2018.
0: Yeah. And then, so from that point, did you guys, uh, di- did you have music already, Gabe? Or did you, did you guys just start from scratch? Like, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna just go from here from this point on. We're writing and all that. How did it so, work?
1: So that's kind of the, I guess that's the, I don't, don't want For lack of a better word, hard part of DLA. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> say that, but, um, because there is a narrative, that I want to maintain um and I write the book I write uh a a good portion of the music but um kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier with uh not just management of time uh, I try to also play to people's strengths so I try to like it's like um like build I try to build the theme park basically and You know, I have a ride, and I know what I want the ride to do, and I'll basically create the rides in this theme park. and And Galley comes in, and she fills it up with she makes it look good. She fills it up with the plants, and she she like names the rides, and she gives them themes. You know, so like I think that like we just we work really well together. You know, Um, so I basically make I write most of the lyrics. Um, you know, and she might change something or if she doesn't like something, or but she'll add, she'll add like the harmonies and she'll add the,
2: uh, (laughs) um, I'm not afraid to challenge him either,
1: (laughs) melodies and help with that. But yeah, so, um, yeah, just kind of like knowing your team, you know, and, and I, I have like lyrically, I have a direction like where I want everything to go. So like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I, I write most of the songs on my guitar and write the lyrics and then, you know, she comes in and we add, we add like more dynamics or try to like experiment with her voice and do really thing really cool stuff like that. So, um, and it was cool too. Cause like I'm, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but we have this acoustic album coming I out. I was
2: just going to say that I'm so ex- It was really fun to record. It is, has been very fun to record this acoustic album.
1: So it's, it's going to be like a whole different way of experiencing lizards and labyrinths. It's our entire last album. Just, from front to back, acoustic. Okay, so, so is it going to be sort of
0: like, because I saw some videos online where it was just like, I think Galley had like a DX7 and you just had your, I think a Taylor or something, and you guys were just doing <laughs> a song straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in that vein. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. And by the Super way, I just, I just wanted to point out that DX7 there. I like Range. that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> not mine. I had to
2: give that
0: back. Ugh, oh, bower. Yeah. I love those things. I love those things. Um... <laughs> So, so, this acoustic thing is just gonna be your last album straightforward forward um what, how are you guys recording? Are you guys recording it uh, like is it gonna be a bedroom recording you guys going into a studio? It sounds like most of these most of this is your own studio. You produce all this in your own studio
1: game um I actually don't have my own recording oh, studio my bad. um but but uh but yeah um no we we've done some we've done a lot of home studio stuff um at different different people's houses and stuff so uh, the majority of this was recorded at our uh, record label's uh, our owner, record label owner's house, oh. um, and then we actually just—I think I can say this—we uh, mm, just we got, may
2: or may not have we
1: may or may not have a <laughs> studio. Um, actually, yeah, we we have a studio. I just—it's uh, in the works right now, and uh, we're gonna be recording there. I think for the first time uh, this Thursday. Yeah. and that will be um and uh, and then we're working on that and then we'll see what what happens from there but yeah so
0: when you're uh, when you guys are cuz cuz some of these songs they go in wildly different directions at all (laughs) times which i I like because i love i love first of Uh all i like prog stuff i I love like yes or like the bars or something like that like but so like that that resonates with me and uh, but then also all the like video game stuff like and (laughs) like the sounds i'm saying and, and um you have like a very retro like it, it It sounds like what you guys are talking about like it sounds yeah. like pop culture it sounds like 90s 80s fucking now type of thing uh what when you're writing a song is that how it comes out or are you is that just how it comes out of you naturally or is it just or is it uh Something that you like to do, like just you, you intentionally are like, Oh, I just want to take a hard turn here. Is it conscious or is it just the way it is, just the way it comes up? Um, which is a
1: I, uh, no, no, I, I think it's, I think it's both, at least for me. I don't like boring stuff, yeah, I just absolutely. don't like I've, I never have with you. it, it has you. its place, it has its place, and I um, like boring stuff, <laughs> yeah, you know, what my wife and- does too, my wife does too. <laughs>
0: It's okay. No, my <laughs> wife will be listening, and she'll only all she'll hear is my headphones going. Uh-huh. And she's like, "What awful things are you doing to your ears right now?" <laughs> and it's like, but she's <laughs> she's very she's very much the. I'm just gonna put on a, a you know like a, an acoustic album and just vibe, you know. So yeah. But anyways, I'm sorry, I interrupted all that. Just no, no.
1: That. Um. Well, and it's weird because like. I don't like boring stuff to the extent of um I don't know how to say this, like I don't because I love old music. It's weird. And I really do like even uh her Yali and I talk about this all the time. I can't stand Gautier, right? Like I think oh, yeah. he is, okay. he's such trash. But here's what's <laughs> weird. If I have to listen to Gautier I can find something about Gautier that I like, hmm. um, and um, I actually uh, someone was, some, I forget where I was, but someone was playing Justin Bieber in a work in a workplace, and they played his new or new it was new at the time I think 2012 2013, and I I had never listened to a Justin Bieber album before I'd heard the singles and I was like this is total garbage and I listened to this Justin Bieber album and I'm like this is really good. <laughs> And like I don't like Justin Bieber, but the production on the record is great. Yeah. The the way they recorded the vocals is great. So I don't know, man, it's weird because for me, it's like that's just not what I wanna personally put out there. But and that's not what I want to draw inspiration from. But I also can appreciate it. And not like in like a hipster douchey way, like, oh I totally appreciate trash. No, like I actually (laughs) I would even like refer it to people be like, "Hey, yeah. you might really like this artist." Like I really like this thing about that. Um,
2: I'm curious, he asked what your pro like your process was when when you go in those random directions. Is it intentional or is, does it sometimes just the and it's like that? Yeah, it's just you know
0: this I mean? is what my subconscious both. is just both, producing. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, it's just both cuz like I I find myself like I'll, I'll get to like chorus 3 and I've done the same thing, and I'm like, ah, I just want to change all the words. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm bored now.
0: <laughs> but but then but then also I, I I will to to your credit, and I don't know w- when I was trying to discredit you, but to your credit, um, the, <laughs> the it follows like the moods follow lyrically. Like I feel like some of your like I feel like um it could be opera, or like a rock opera, like your, your yeah, songs and like, stuff could be like a rock opera or something. Like, and I hate to just say rock opera, but uh, that's all that's that my great. mind can muster up right now.
1: Performance based bands. I love yeah. too. Like Iron Maiden, I think yeah. is one of the greatest bands of all time. Um, Iron Maiden and Queen. And I don't know if you hear, like some people might be like, what, but they're so similar in so many ways. Mm. There's like two of the most amazing male vocalists. I yes. think we've had yeah. in the last, like, 40, 50 years and then also the what they put into their live performance was just so far beyond anything that people were doing at that time I mean you even take like everyone always talks about um, the who you know and everyone always talks about the wall and I don't know if it's just like a marketing thing like because those People had a lot of money and they could be like, Look what, like, oh, they build a wall live. It's like, well, that's cool. And they had like visuals and all stuff. But I was like, Have you seen what Maiden has live? Are you kidding me? Like there's like set changes and costume yeah. changes, and like planes that fly out of the screen and like 3D special effects and holoca like how how is that like not getting the same and not even the same. How is that not getting just like, oh my god, this show is incredible? So so yeah, for me, I've always I've always been a big fan of creating the vibe. So you know, if we're gonna have, if we're gonna have a sad song, or if I'm gonna have a sad song um, with with D-Lot specifically, um, it's either gonna sound super happy and and be super dark and twisted to where you're like you start you're like this is such a cool song and then you hear the lyrics and you're like oh my gosh this is kind of dark or it's going to have you know words and themes and elements that really double down on it being a sad song you know there's going to be like i want like if it's death there's going to be like you know maybe a, some cemetery sound effects in the background um, and i also experimented a lot with frequencies on this album like i there's a lot of hidden frequencies in the record um that and I, don't, I don't know if they work or not but i was looking at stuff that actually relieves uh, anxiety and um, there's like certain frequencies and stuff yeah, that and like are there's
0: certain hertz that your mind resonates with and stuff, right? I like I've heard stuff yeah. like that too. That's so, awesome.
1: So I I have hidden stuff that's not audible to the human ear, but yeah. you actually can feel it. And there's a lot of uh, stuff in the low end too um, that I I put in the behind the music. So just kind of experimenting with things like that. There's um there's like hidden messages in some of the songs. There's all kinds of just just stuff that um. I just wanted to wanted to try out, you know, nothing sinister, but just stuff that I, I think will help build the world even further, and also just gives on a selfish level just gives my mind a release, you know, kind of let some of the creativity out, um, and uh, and if people want to after reading the book or hear the music, they want to like go down the rabbit hole. It'll be waiting there for them. Hmm. You know, to see, like what, if they. Want to. But but so. that's
0: what's so awesome about building out universes like that is that you can, you can put in these like really deep seated secret things that only you guys know about. Mm-hmm. It's like uh like Stanley Kubrick when he did uh what's the movie that they made a documentary on um The Shining. How there's like, yeah. how there's just so much put into set design and, and how there's just so much put into the, to room numbers and just everything has this like perfect little place for it where yeah. it, it's so expansive that they made a fucking documentary out of it. I'm sure they've written books yeah. about it and shit, you know, and they teach it in, in, in college, you know? So like, it's a, I love that. I love that. I love when you can deconstruct something down to just like to a fucking hidden frequency. That's yeah. insane. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, and you know and there is a place for Bieber you know like because no <laughs> one's deconstructing Bieber down to a hidden frequency but there is a place yeah. where because I you know when you said all that I was like I absolutely agree with you because I love I love that album too it's like it's not the greatest thing it's not like I have it on repeat in my Spotify playlist but it's like it, it's yeah. it was a where you were actually like holy shit yeah the production and like i think if you're if we're referring to the same album it's the album they had like uh why don't you go and love yourself or something on it Had just like uh an electric guitar and then had like a trumpet solo and that was it and like that was a smash hit which to me in my head like, I had to give credit to, to the, the general population because it's like, wow, you can get past all the the, the, the buzzy sounds and the deep bass and all that and, and just strip something down to something so simple like that. I mean, that that's wonderful. I, I thought that was a great... That says something great about where we're going, at least in this yeah. world. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe and I'm some, maybe I'm reaching too far there, but no,
2: you're not. <laughs> but but it's
0: nice that people can slow it down and and in 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 a saturated music scene that you know it's, it's so saturated with so much trash and and loud noises and you know all the beeps and boops and stuff. Uh, o- he,
2: often. Oftentimes, less is more. Honestly, yes, when it comes yes. to production, yeah. yeah, and and
0: and me and my wife, when we went to go do our album, we um, that was part of it. it was like, well, she wanted to do this very stripped down, just one take. Uh, with the band and, and just you know you know live recording on the tape and like you know she just want had a very specific idea and me on the other hand i'm like well we need like some strings here and we need a nice tight ass rise right here and like and, uh, overproduction overproduction yeah and and it, it got to it's a cursed. point where i couldn't where i where it it came tense. You know, there was some tension there, but, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when I saw the finished product or heard the pr- finished product, it was just like, Oh, I, I get it. I, I get, mm-hmm. it. it gave me a real appreciation of like less is more because I'm with Gabe. It's like, I get real bored, real easy. And, and, mm-hmm. and if something doesn't hit for me right away, then I'm out. And, Mm-hmm. and so it was a great lesson to just sort of strip things down but that's not Shit. what you're doing well yeah you are actually you guys are doing I, that Here's with the weird thing i like that
1: yeah so the next album not the next two that we release but the next album that we record or all original music mm-hmm. um i i mean again this could change <laughs> <a> moment, <laughs> that's great but that's great i feel like I feel like this next one is going to be a lot more stripped down and we're still going to have like the bloops and the bleeps and stuff. and We're still <laughs> going to have that like video game sound effect, but there was, I don't want to say too much cause I love lizards and labyrinths. I love, I love the album that we made together, but I feel like, um, I've been doing that for a while now, like just adding so much because I was by myself. So, uh, it's kind of funny, like mm-hmm. literally overcompensating because I was by myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, sm- I felt small. So overcompensating with like adding all these crazy sound effects right. and just like throwing throwing every arsenal I had at the audience. You know, when we we're playing these shows. But now, um, I don't know, I'm feeling like the next record is going to have some sort of more organic elements to it. And and. On the, last, on the last album, a lot of my guitar was recorded acoustic, just to, just to get that type of sound. And I'm not saying we're going to do that again, but I don't know. Like, I'm just hearing a lot of the songs that I've been writing, and I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost feeling like I wonder if it's not going to be a departure from the electronic side at all. It's, it's always going to have some sort of link to that, but at the same time, be more of a bass, drums, guitar, and a couple keyboards, and then vocals, boom. Yeah. So, but I don't know, again that could change, but it is something I've been like thinking about lately and just kind of getting back to the earth of music instead of you know, let's have like no joke, dude, some of these some of these songs we have on the on the record had I think like up to 77 tracks and stuff like that on them. So, I think it was um, it was a bit much, you know. So,
3: hmm.
1: um you know, going in the cuz we had a we it was mixed and mastered at different studios mm. so um and also not where we recorded it at so bringing you know 60 to 70 something tracks into a uh, mixing studio and the guy who hadn't been there during the recording process going like what the fuck man <laughs> you know like i'll make it i'll make this work but like why'd you do this to me you know <laughs> um you do and it i'm like there? sorry and um yeah, it was, it was just wild and, and then also with all those things, like wait, how come you have six tracks of these this weird frequency that no one's <laughs> even gonna hear? And I'm like, rah, rah. <laughs> So yeah, like just stuff like that. So um I'm
2: creating art, don't you understand? Yeah.
1: So I think like on this next one I really just wanna kinda get back to having fun with my friends in a garage and just making making a and record. People will
2: hear that on it. Yeah. People will hear that through the music
1: sure so we'll you,
0: see you said earlier galley that you uh that you're not afraid to challenge you what mm-hmm. what is there is there anything that sticks out to you from this last record where you mm-hmm. you really had to fight and i'm not saying like you guys were fighting i don't want to know your intimate mm-hmm. details
2: Sometimes about, we fight, Sometimes right we fight. but i'm
0: just saying like
2: we
1: what, fight over stuff like like <laughs> like what type of microwave <laughs> or, like, what kind of food we're going to get. We don't, like, <laughs> fight, fight.
0: No, no, and, and, and even if you
1: do, it's fine. I'm just... so that for both of us, if the art comes out better, and I think, like, mm. um, well, I'm going to let her answer her own question, but, like, I think it's, it's interesting because, like, when I want to fight for something, my case is always, like, I the song will be better if we do it this way. Not, I want to do it this way. It's like the song will just be better. Mm. And then, I, and she makes the same case for me. You know, it's like I, if I have a solo and she's like, How do you feel about that? And I'm like, I like it. And she's like, I don't really like it. Like, I think you could do better. And I'm like, No, I like it. And she's like,
2: <laughs> <"No>, <laughs> i said that to him in the studio I before. think you could do better. Yeah. And I'm like, All right.
1: And there's kind of like a moment of like, I don't really want to do it better, but I, because I like mm. that take, but mm-hmm. you know, I, there's like this trust of, you know, she's she's saying it from an art from an art point of view. Like, I think it'll be better, and then you know, and that's I think and that's, that's not what makes always a good the product. case.
2: So it's interesting the give and take that we have because it's like I'm also willing to be wrong sometimes because I have learned a lot from Gabe and we've learned a lot from one another. So it's like honestly, I think the thing that we argue about the most is harmonies, <laughs> <laughs> which we never argue about. Which we don't actually argue about, but it's almost like. Because we, we do come from different songwriting backgrounds. I was very... Well, I don't know. I was very acoustic and very euphonic and very... I was in like a duo. My first professional project was a duo, a folk duo. We played banjo and piano and mandolin and guitar and kazoo and harmonica and melodica and all these like weird folky instruments. And we'd yeah. switch places stage and he taught me how... His name is Brian. He taught me how to... Uh, you know, sometimes put major and minor side by side and create all this weird, intricate, doodly stuff. But then I also have a huge affinity for, and I'm not saying he doesn't, because he does, pop music. And I mean very majoral, very, um, I don't know what the right way to describe it is, but there are just, I think it's a boon for us. I think that we have different brains mm-hmm. is good. And it only gets in the way if there's like ego there, which yeah. we don't really have. Another so it's more like like he said whatever is best for the music and I've taken that and applied it to all of my other projects because I have collaborated with some people in the past six months who do get their ego in it because like you were saying earlier they want it so bad they want it so much that they don't know how to trust and just kind of let music breathe and be music and i'm I used to be rigid like that as well so uh it's just learning learning from one another and then being willing To stretch your brain a little bit and see what you can create together, so
0: yeah, been very rewarding. Yeah, totally, man. Like it's, it's. I I love because I I relate a lot to you too, Gay. Because like I was very much a a bedroom player as well, and as soon as I started collaborating, I I started seeing like what I could. The possibilities just open up, and and, and to cut that possibility off, I think is is is. I think it's short-sighted. It's short-sighted to just be like, oh, this is how it's got to be. And this is the only way it's got to be. And and, and as yep. I was saying earlier with my wife, I was even pressing her about, you know, we should overproduce this shit. And it's like, thank God that she, she well, it's her name. So I can't, at the end of the day, it's her name and her face on the album. So yeah. at, at some point I had to just back off. But, like, it was. And, and, like, it did make me realize that it was an ego thing. And it was something that was sort of getting in the way of what now I think is amazing this amazing product. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it, those are good. That's, that's great that you guys got a healthy sense of that. And you guys know that, you, you know, we're just trying to make <laughs> music here. It's not, or in yeah. art.
1: Uh, so, one of, my, please. One, of my favorite, one of my favorite albums, because I want to touch on something you just said about, like, all the possibilities, right, um, of where music could go. And,. I've only seen this replicated Oh, okay, in my opinion, I've I've seen this replicated the best uh out of uh, regardless of how people feel about him, is Kanye West's Yeezus album mm. and uh John Billion's last album.
3: Mm.
1: They're just not what you expect. And and they're not afraid to go there. You know, like the the song John Billion has where it 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 literally changes keys and song and like it's like uh and they change they have it on a radio dial and he's like i don't know if you've heard the song but he's it's like every it's about like every minute or so it's like a radio dial signal and it changes to a completely different song and it's the same track and i'm like dude what a freaking cool idea and like i and it's like the third or fourth track and i know how these like major labels operate and they're probably sitting there going like dude you can't make that third or fourth track and he's just like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. And then, like, um, and then, like, with the Jesus album, like that whole part, I think it's, I think it's the first track uh, where he goes, like, "Let me know how much, uh, let me tell you how much I give a shit," and then, and then he he repeats that a couple times, and then the whole song stops and goes into like an old 1970s like children's choir part yeah. on this old record, loses all the bass. It loses all the drive that the song had, but it grabs you and it like jerks you like even if you don't like it, you felt something. Right. And then he throws you back into the rhythm, and I'm like, dude, that is freaking badass. You know, like I love that album. The Easiest album is freaking crazy good. The lyrics or whatever, but like it's just <laughs> the way the way like that album is constructed, and it was done by Rick Rubin too, who yeah. I'm a huge Rick Rubin fan. um But yeah, man, just just stuff like that, and you know, and I'm. And there still is, you know, uh, like I, I'm not saying like D Loud would ever make music like that. That's not really like my goal, but there are notes that I take from that. Like when I get scared to do things, that's mm-hmm. almost when I want to do it more. Yeah. You know, like when I'm like, all right, this is too weird of a lyric, this is too weird of a concept, and then I'm like shying away from it, I'm like, no, 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 no. If I'm feeling that way, we we need to do it more. If I'm like scared to say something or scared to do something, I need, I should double down on that point, you
0: know? Yeah, totally, yeah. man. It, it's like, uh, it's, it's like taking the step off the deep end, man. You just gotta do it. Like, I, I feel like you gotta do that with everything. It's how I began. That's how I like right now I'm, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm able to live off art and music. So like, to me, that was a huge goal to accomplish. And and, that, and, spent, and this is my fifth year doing it, which is really amazing uh but it's like you have to take those steps those scary steps because you don't know especially getting into this business you don't know what's going to happen especially if you're going all, just all in i feel like you got to go all in on whatever you do or else it's just going to fall flat and so to to hear that and and to see and hear how you guys function as a band and as individuals it, it's great it's great cuz you guys it it is scary and it is fucking, you know, you are taking a chance and you do, by the way, you guys also live in one of the most expensive cities in America. So you also have to support (laughs) yourself and and, and that hustle. And I know that hustle. I, I just moved back to Ohio. I mean, it's, it's yeah. it's nice that I don't have to pay like almost three thousand dollars to live three yeah. blocks from the beach and but <laughs> but still yeah. like I know what that hustle is man that hustle it, it is deep man it's a deep hustle and and to and to hear you guys talk about it in, in such a hey, I'm not gonna say brave but it is brave it is brave it is brave <laughs> to you. to put yourself out there like that and, and yeah. to take those chances so yeah same to you oh well thank, thank you. you I'm I'm over here doing this but uh, you know <laughs> it's it's i it, I've, I've actually loved i've come to really enjoy ohio again it's 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 weird That's i, I awesome. didn't think i would like ohio again but mm. it, it turned out very different for me cool <laughs> man so you guys is with the live st- stage show you guys have uh you guys have uh Characters come out, and you guys have like fights and shit. Like, I love that. Vi- I love your guys' visuals, like, your uh, uh, the videos themselves, too. Where uh, what was it? It was uh, I can't remember the name, but there's one point where this like dude in a gorilla suit or something is like kicking a kid down and cutting <laughs> yeah. another one down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't ha- your guys' visuals are amazing. So, what, what do you, how do you see yourselves? Um, you know, especially as this grows, what, where do you see the stage show going?
1: Hmm. Um, I mean, I really want to get, I really want to get crazy with, with it. You know, I, like I mentioned Iron Maiden earlier, but, um, the goal right now is obviously get the book published. But after we get that published, um, I'm really hoping that book can open up some doors for some new forms of creativity, um, and actually have a touring, uh, a touring crew, you know, where there's, I would like to have four or five characters on stage at one time. You know, I'd like to play venues at about the size of um, House of Blues, and um, have, you know, multiple backgrounds, maybe a couple of props on stage, and, and create a full-on live experience without getting rid of the show-going atmosphere of, you know, the music, of course, And but and that's going to be an entirely different conversation. But but that's where I would love the show to go is, you know, these people can come and they can come to a D-Lodge show and something similar to to the Aquabats or Tenacious D or um, the Wiggles, like a grown up Wiggles, like no <laughs> joke, like the kind of like a- Kind of like an adult Wiggles is like where I, where I would like this thing to go. That that's
0: um, that's that paints a very vivid picture. Thank you. That's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, Especially so. knowing your guys' visuals and stuff, just having it in my head, seeing that in my brain is awesome.
2: Wait for the puppet show. Be- <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, Pu- There's yeah. so much shit going on. I love it. So, so, so. Do you see like do you, what what do you see the future like how do you see like 5 years down the road with this or is that just too far to even think about right now like what what what, you what know, would you what pers- was your guys' ideal like in 5 years what would you like to see
1: pers- Personally I don't like to think about that for myself yeah cause, but but as for the band it would it would be a mistake to have that same opinion so for my life I'd have no idea 5 years from now for me but for Dlod, um, yeah, I mean, I want to, basically what I was just describing, I would like to have that type of show set up by then. Um, I would like to have a regular touring show that goes out, you know, a few months out of the year. I would be, I would like to be a few more books into the series. I would like to be having the conversation of what we're going to do after the seventh book, whether that's going to be an animated show whether, whether that's going to be a live action show, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and uh, just have, have grown the brand and made it look like whatever it looks like at that, at that point, that would be, that would be the goal.
0: How about you, Gally? What would you like to see personally or for D-Log?
2: Yeah, I was going to say that's a nice distinction to make. <laughs> well, personally, I'd like to release a lot more content and it looks like I'm already kind of on that track. Honestly, I have so many so many collabs going on right now that I am so excited to continue playing around with mixing genres and pushing boundaries, because that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking to release, is like music like John Bellion, which kind of challenges your, your previous understanding of music, or, or even Kanye West, for that matter. So I'd like to release a bunch more music, and I already know that's going to happen. I would love to have traveled a little bit. I still haven't done that. That's one thing that has yet to be checked off of my list. So wherever d goes, we were talking about maybe an East Coast visit, another tour. Well, we might be heading to Australia soon, which is going to be very cool to see the home of our, of noise cartel. <laughs> and, uh, Releasing a bunch more solo music as well, because I've only I only have like five tracks officially out. But do I have a cavern of music? Oh my goodness! I have so much music that I want to release because I write in almost every genre. Oh, cool! So it's it's overwhelming creatively. Uh, so really focusing on that and maybe getting an acoustic of my of my own out, an acoustic album, yeah. and then uh, continuing to perform and develop you know, a standalone business that can carry me into an early retirement. And by early retirement, I mean, giving me the opportunity to hike a mountain somewhere in the world (laughs) or go chill, you know, in the jungles of blah, 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 or on a green field and yada, yada. So (laughs) I, I don't really have grand aspirations or goals, but if, if my life goes in that direction, I welcome it. I had to go through a lot of preparation to be in this emotional and spiritual place So it's kind of like whatever happens, I'm just going to be happy no matter what. Well, happy and depressed, but like
0: well <laughs> I, mean, I mean can you ever be you know like i i, I just I, I feel like the pursuit of just like just happiness is kind of a, a fool's errand no offense if mm-hmm. that's your joy because only because there's just no way you're always going to be happy and uh, but you can be you can be happy with where you're at enough and, and you were saying that earlier where hey, like man, you,
2: <laughs> you can
0: where you can you can be okay with yourself enough to where when those horrible things that are going to happen horrible things are going to happen to you in life but when those things do hit you to have yourself put together enough to 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 be able to rise up out of the out of the shit you know and somewhat unscathed uh but but yeah i don't know it's it's just finding finding a happy medium i guess is, is is a good goal for most people and yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what to pursue. Please don't take it as like you <laughs> better not be pursuing happiness
2: because cause that doesn't well, exist. Happiness is relative. So,
0: well, uh, you guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. By the way, Gabe, <laughs> you're doing all the guitar work on the on these albums. Yes, because there's this fit. Excuse me. There's this fantastic solo. We should play another song. And oh, I think, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that, I for, yeah, sorry. That's li- Eddie Vasquez from Zimani.
0: Oh, okay. So that's Lizards yeah. and Labyrinths, right?
1: Yeah. That's and actually, spe- now that you bring it up, sorry, I didn't understand fully the question. We actually had a lot of guest artists oh, okay. on this record. So um, if you look at the songs on Spotify, I believe, mm-hmm. um, it'll actually have their names. Yeah, I did see a lot of
0: names going on. So,
1: like a lot of the synth is done by Pretty Howtown. Um Mundy Spears is on the record. Um there's Eddie Vasquez, there's Violin Girl, um Lele. Lele Lele Rose, um Oh, Zachary Murdoch, who's a good oh. friend of ours. He's an if you haven't heard Zachary Murdoch, you should check oh. it out. He's an incredible rapper. He, yes. Uh, is he the one and- who
0: raps on it? Is he the rapper yeah. who's rapping? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool.
1: And uh it just I mean, so many people came together. We had um, people like stomping on the floor for Make a Toast. Like in the last chorus of Make a Toast, there's like a bunch of people slamming up and down on the floor and just to create this like bigger bass kick drum kind of sound. And so, um, yeah. And and again, this record was so collaborative and it was so crazy and it took a long time to make. But I think for this next one, it'll be kind of more like...
2: Pared down.
1: Yeah, just kind of bare bones and, and then see what happens and then who knows might get bored again and the next <laughs> one will be all crazy so
0: yeah no that's awesome that you just be whatever it's going to be it's going to be so that's how it's going to be um, <laughs> yeah cool. let's play a song what, what, what song should we play I was just talking about that solo but uh, in Labyrinth or Lizards and Labyrinth but we don't have to play yeah. that what, what what's the song that you guys would, would want to play
1: um I mean I love I, I love okay. toast
0: Okay. The, like first, the first that's the first song, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, yeah. well then let's, let's let's listen to Make It Toast and we'll be right back and wrap up with the digital lizards of doom. We're back. Well, (laughs) I really appreciate it, you guys. Uh, You know, given your time of your day, especially getting up so early in the morning. I know 9 a.m. is early for musicians, so (laughs) I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, How can people find you? Uh, How can people get a hold of you? What, where can people find you?
2: It's so cool to be able to say that you can just Google "Digital Lizards of Doom" and truly, like the first page brings up our. YouTube, our actual website, our Facebook, our Instagram, our SoundCloud, any pertinent articles and stuff like that. Plus it's such a specific name that it's kinda hard to miss. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for, sure, for sure. So we're
2: on we're on pretty much every streaming platform. Uh, so am I, the Galley Fisher solo stuff. But yeah, if you just type in digital lizards of doom. Uh, or sometimes D-Lod World, D-L-O-D-W-O-R-L-D is like a common hashtag. It's also the name of our website, which is DlodWorld.com. So, So you can just type it in anywhere.
0: How about you, Gally? What, what, do you have a website of your own?
2: I do. Yeah. My brand that I'm building is called Gally's Alley. So my website Ooh. is G-A- G-A-L-L-I-E-S-A-L-L-E-Y, Gally's Alley. But if you type in Gally Fisher, just F-I-S-H-E-R, all of my collaborations, the EDM song I was telling you about, my solo stuff is on Spotify. I'm beginning a YouTube channel, but that's taking a little bit longer than expected. But yeah, if you type in Galley Fisher, you'll probably have Never Change with Crystal Skies pop up and then
0: Oh, sorry, we froze out there for one second there.
2: Oh, that's that's all right. I was just saying I'm on pretty much all the platforms. You can just type it in. Similarly, Galley Fisher, G A L L I E. Yep. Awesome.
0: All right, guys. Well, I appreciate. It. Do you guys mind taking like a little, um, little Skype picture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna of try. Course. I tried doing it sure. while you guys were talking earlier, but this will just be for the uh for like the podcast cover. i I think that i think i think that worked i don't know how this works fucking skype (laughs) did it say that i took a picture yeah (laughs) okay well awesome guys i appreciate it and uh you guys have a great rest of your day
2: you do the same you
1: too man
0: Thank you, Gabriel and Gally. I really appreciate your time. You guys were very wonderful and beautiful young people that I enjoyed talking to, and and I am rooting for wholeheartedly because I just want, I I want to see these comic books, and like I I just I want to see this. Uh, I just I want to see them go to the next level, whatever that level is, because it's such a expansive world and 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 those are huge right now like people think that uh everyone has a short attention span but yet game of thrones is is this huge complex show that was massively popular people are gathering in in theaters and arenas to see philosophers talk so i don't think that uh i don't think it's an attention problem i just think that uh I don't know what it is. I think it's a it's a it's a ad revenue problem because people want you to click on everything. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just a musician who does intermediate to to uh, advanced tutorials on. Instagram, which you can follow me at we speak English. Good. Go check it out. Follow us. I've been working on these uh, tutorials and I've been having a good time with them. I've been I've been learning while teaching. So it's one of those things. I've been I've been busting out the the uh, what do you call it? The metronome again. I'm bringing that back. Uh, I, I don't know why I, I, I stopped practicing with a metronome, but I did. And I'm ashamed of myself. And so for penance, um, and those of you who are not familiar with uh, the Catholic religion, penance is when you uh, uh, go and confess your sins to the priest and then have to go do a a prayer in front of the bloody hanging Jesus and the altar. And uh, you got to say like, 10 Hail Marys, that's your penance. So it's like, Hey, I just I just robbed a liquor store and shot the attendant. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Ten Hail Marys and you're good to go, my son. And there you go. It's, it's, you're good to go. Ten Hail Marys. So <laughs> these uh, videos that I'm doing on Instagram are my penance that I'm doing for, uh, not for shooting the attendant at the liquor store I was robbing, but for not using a metronome, for being lazy with my playing. And, um, and I, I really just wanted to start transferring or transposing licks from instrument to instrument because I, 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 I have my set of tricks for each instrument. And it would be nice if that was like a level playing ground. You know what I mean? Like each, because there are things that you can do on the piano that you can't do on the guitar, and vice versa. There's things you can do on the bass that you can't do on any other thing. So, so not all the licks are gonna transpose across the board. But I feel like when you're doing things like that, like my last post, I was talking about. I was comparing being a multi instrumentalist playing licks. Uh, from one instrument to the next is sort of like muscle confusion uh, when you're when you're physically training uh, uh, like in the gym there there's a there's a method called uh, muscle confusion training in which you're doing all these cra are you're, you're one day you're doing legs and then the next day you're doing uh, no wait what is it it, it, you're just mixing up your exercises. So it kind of confuses your muscles and, and it breaks through any kind of plateaus. You're, you're, even if you're sore, you're working through that soreness and, uh, and, and, and you, you, cause you're trying to break through a plateau because you hit a point when you're working out where you just stop making gains where it's like, I can't get anything heavier or if I can't, you know, like a, you know, I'm not losing weight again, you know, like I'm just stagnant. And I I kind of felt like I was getting there in my plane. And so I started learning all these different licks on different instruments. And it really, like muscle confusion, it broke through a few plateaus that I've been just sort of hanging on. And it was real quick, too. It was real quick, like just breakthrough just like boom It's like as soon as i got broke out the the metronome and started uh playing you know the same thing on different instruments it all of a sudden it was just like breakthrough oh i see i see rhythm differently now in the way that i and when i attack the notes oh i get it you know i get what these how these uh different swinging motions and swinging uh, playing styles and jazz how that makes all the difference where you can play chromatically almost as long as it has sort of a swing to it you're sort of swinging into that next note and then right out of it, it it's interesting it's it just I'm trying to explain how it made sense to me but it's but I'm doing a terrible job at it in any case, I've been having a good time with that on Instagram. So go check it out. Um, we Speak English Good at We Speak English Good on Instagram.com. Or you can go check it out on Facebook.com. Um, we Speak English Good. So there, it's the same feed. I, I'm uploading the same videos and shit. It, the, the only difference is, I think, between Instagram and my Facebook page is that. I like to share memes on my Instagram, through Instagram, on my story, and those memes don't always transfer over to Facebook because they are, I I don't know, I guess Instagram owned or something. I don't don't fucking know. I, I thought they were both owned by Zuck, by the Zuck. Anyways. Go to ReignOfMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E. Check out the latest album, 1018. Check it out. We had a great time making it. We think you're going to like it. Check out the Experience tab at ReignOfMystique.com. And, uh, and, and find out where me and my wife are playing that acoustic soul. Um, you can also get physical copies wherever we're playing or on the website itself as well of 1018. Wow, that was really a poorly, a sloppy, a sloppy ad right there. That was sloppy. Let's try Moded. <laughs> Go to ModedHellaModed.com and check out Moded Embroidered Patches and Apparel. Uh, they always are updating their ever expanding uh, catalog. They got amazing patches like the SpongeBob, I I'm out of here, meme turned into a patch can you believe it no you can't you can find these big ass patches that have lisa simpsons as cameron from some movie i can't remember uh they got wu-tang patches which is my favorite thing that was like the first thing that i loved about it was the wu-tang patches um and uh i i have a wu-tang patch with that has the colors of the mexican flag but it also has uh bender uh, Bender, because his last name is like Rodriguez or something, Bender Rodriguez, because he was made in Mexico. So he's on my patch. He was also making some Mexico, uh, some Mexico color Wu Tang with the with the uh, Spanish speaking Bumblebee from Simpsons, but he got a cease and desist uh, because of copyright infringement. Oh, but uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. But go to, <laughs> hey. We're on the up and up over here at ModedHellaModed.com, okay? You come down here, we'll get you some batches. All right, hey. (sighs) Wow. (sighs) M-O-D-E-D-H-E-L-L-A-M-O-D-E-D.com. Go to ModedHellaModed.com. Uh, leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Leave a review. Five-star ratings are always appreciated. Uh, you can also write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you think of the show and how things are going and how this conversation went. Even though I was high AF on cold medicine. No, allergy medicine. And if you guys know anything about allergy medicine, it fucks you up. Uh, I what was it? We used to uh, what would we, we? When we were kids, we used to go and oh, I better not say this. No, it's okay. Who cares? Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, the when I was a kid, I would go to the store and buy the cold medicine. I, I can't remember what it was called, but we'd buy a bunch of these cold pills, and we'd abuse the fuck out of them. Just take the whole package, or or we'd go get Robitussin. And do a robo trip where that's where you just slam a whole bottle of Robitussin and it fucks you up. I'm serious. It fucks you up. But it's not like a good fucked up. It's like a really shitty, pukey fucked up. So don't go out there and try it. Dipshits. Okay. It's not a good one. We also used to huff potpourri. How, How cool do you think that is? Where you put a towel over a can of Glade and you start huffing away. Fucking idiots. You're just inhaling chemicals. Stupid. Fucking stupid. Anyways, uh what else do we got here? Um I think that's it. I think we're just blathering now. Uh again we are me and my wife are playing tonight at Ace Danikin's birthday suit party, which I think he'll be in a birthday I, I think I think they mean like suit. Like they're gonna be in a suit. So I'm gonna wear my suit, I think. And uh, go down there and be flashy for uh, for ASA. It's at Parkway Sports Bar if you're in the Toledo area. Come down, see us. We play around nine thirty. It starts around eight. Have a good time, hey, hey. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, also Saturday. Um, what month are we in? October. October twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, Raina Mystique and I will be playing some acoustic soul at uh, in Grand Rapids, Ohio at the Wild Side Brewing Company. Uh, we'll also be enjoying the Apple Butter Festival beforehand down there in Grand Rapids. So if you're down there and you want to say hi, come on through. We'll be down there picking apples and turning them into butter, taking them home and enjoying them casually on a piece of toast or a bagel. Anyways, that's enough out of this guy. I will see you guys next week with uh, Boogie Matrix Mechanicism. Uh, Boogie Matrix is a jam band out of Toledo, Ohio, here in Ohio. Um, they They have been out of the scene for a while now. But, uh, they're doing a reunion, reunion show Saturday, October 26th, 2019 at, uh, I think the boonies, uh, it's in Toledo, but, uh. Uh, they're they're gonna be jamming out there's a lot of people looking forward to this reunion show and ever since i've been back here and involved in the jam scene around here it's everybody talks about boogie and if you've been following the show since i've been in toledo like any band has anything to do with um with um the jam scene here in toledo or in ohio knows who boogie matrix is they uh they have quite a name for themselves and they've been able to sort of maintain it which is strange that after about 10 years so they're doing this 10-year reunion uh for their album laser grape and they want to talk johnny and johnny and jeff came on the show and they were very nice and forth whoa Oh my god. I'm not cutting that out. Your guys are getting burps. And if you're this far into it, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Why are you still listening to me talk? Anyways, (laughs) the next week is going to be a good show and then I got to figure out what I'm going to do after that because I had like five or six shows in the can and I just sort of took like a depression vacation because i just been in this bout of depression and... I had all this, all these shows that I had in the can because I did like 20 in one day. And um, so I was, I've just been sort of kicking back. Not relaxing, but still working, just, just uh, not talking to people. But I'm going to come back with something new. It's going to be fun. I, I got some new uh, ideas on how I want to conduct an interview. It's just one idea. I think it's funny. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for Boogie Matrix next week. And, um, you know, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Bye.